and speaking of truth in the land of the free and home of the brave. It is the Lee Brothers. This is good. Oh, this is uh, this is a good one. The governor of Virginia will let you will let you watch high school sports now. Awful benevolent of the dictator. And Virginia is going to give student aid to illegal aliens. That's actually better for the illegal aliens than some Americans who want to go to UVA. I'm not kidding you. Aren't you excited? So many fun things. And the death of a titan. Rush Limbaugh, that is next. The Lee Brothers take dead ahead. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Radio, as the founding fathers intended, will prove that this hour in the mold of Jefferson, Madison, and Henry the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. I don't know. It seems like your mic's not working. Is your mic on at all? No, it's not. That's interesting. Turn it off and turn it. I don't. Maybe we can turn it on and turn it off again. I don't know what the deal is with that. At least it sounds. Uh, no. That is uh, that is the strangest thing. I don't even know what to tell anyone. That is, uh, yeah. If you if you scream at the loudest, possibly we can we can pick up on you. But that's uh, that's just uh, it's a bit odd. That's uh, that's just strange coming out of the um, the box. We're trying to do a little technical changes here to try to figure that out as we work heavy and hard here to to work on that particular. Hang on a second. Oh, hang on just a second here. Let me swing this. <laughs> that might make a difference. You knew what it was a trick. Was wrong, and you knew what you were doing to fix it. Uh, isn't that fun? Oh, yeah, Love when that fun. happens. Actually, uh, put your mic over here and let me uh, mess with it. Turn All right, hey, off. quick thank you to VCDL. VCDL.org is our sponsor this half hour and throughout the program. I would like you to go to VCDL.org, sign up for their alerts, be a part of their group because they are the Virginia Citizens Defense League, an amazing organization that is dedicated to the Constitution and to your rights, your, your God-given right to defend yourself. And uh, there is a government that is against that. You don't believe me? Just look at some of the bills in the General Assembly and at the national level by, by uh, Sheila Jackson-Lee, vcdl.org. All right, phone lines are open, 804-464-3553. That's 3553. And uh, there you can uh, chat with the Lee brothers as we are live here. And, of course, Mojo50, mojo50.com. All right, coming up in the program, I am telling you, I don't even know how to explain except you must hear this. There is a state senator and the Democrats and our governor in Virginia who believe merit should not matter when going to one of the governor's schools. We've got the audio. We got the debate on the on the floor of the Senate of Virginia of a senator saying it's not about merit, Scott and Richard Lee. It has it's not it shouldn't be about merit. Guess what it should be about, Richard? What what do you think if it's not about merit and education, what should it be about? 
probably the color of one's skin. That is exactly what they are referring to. The color of someone's skin should be... That's in the Virginia Senate. That's insane. How far have we come that that, that is, is now... insane. It, it, it is insane. So we got that coming up. Biden and the town hall was priceless. We'll have some fun with that. And above all things, you've got the richest man on the planet Earth saying we can't eat steak anymore. Now, we find that appalling, quite honestly. I mean, that shouldn't even be... Uh, shouldn't even be allowed. I mean, cows are beautiful things. They should be eaten and grilled. Especially when they have been grilled to be eaten. Right. They really are beautiful things. And he's got plenty of money. Why don't you buy us some beef, Bill Gates? He says the poor people can eat cows, but the rich must move on. We'll talk about that coming up in the show and your phone calls, 804-464-3553. It was probably 30 years ago, Richard, when, when Dad picked me up, this is an amazing story between actually both of us. Dad picked me up at, uh, at, at school. I got in the car, and as soon as I got in the car, I'm in college. I mean, I'm in, I'm in college. I, all I care about at this particular moment is music and, what, and the best music that, that there is. And so I immediately reached for the radio to turn it, and, and Dad stops me and says, just, I know you want to listen to music, but I want you to listen to this guy for just a minute. That guy was Rush Limbaugh. And I remember thinking as I listened to him, first of all, actually, one thing I do remember very vividly is laughing. Laughing with that, laughing out loud to the things he was saying, going, who says this stuff? He's dead on. And the thing about him being dead on is Rush Limbaugh simply took the things our family grew up wanting, America, patriotism, free markets, free people, morals, families, all these things we cared about that we saw attacked in the media and everywhere we looked, here was a guy on the radio saying exactly what we felt. And I had a very similar story with that. He, wa- he wanted all of us to meet, no matter of speaking, Rush Limbaugh on the airwaves. You know, Rush... Rush has been on the air. He'd been on the air since he was like 16 yeah, years yeah, old. Yeah, right, right. And he's brilliant. Well, it's interesting thing about Rush and the Lee brothers is we had been on radio maybe two years in Richmond. And we went to the big, powerful radio station that was 50,000-watt AM station here in the capital of the Commonwealth. And our first, our first chair that we sat in, the show began – at 3 p.m. That was right after Rush came on. And I remember Richard and I sitting in that studio, that palatial studio then, saying we're about to follow the most incredible talk show host ever. The audience is going to be huge, and they're going to hear the Lee Brothers for three hours. Do you remember that? I do. It was uh, an audience of... 200 to 250,000 people. And the reason we remember that so well, remember the program director busts in the studio, opens the door, looks at both the Lee brothers and says, have you guys thrown up yet? And I remember thinking, what do you mean? We're, we've been on the air for two years. We're experts. What do you mean throw up? What are you talking about? And he goes, well, when those mics come live after Rush Limbaugh, there'll be 250,000 people listening. 
and he walks out. Remember that? I do remember that. <laughs> I said, it's no big deal. No big deal. Nothing We're going to put all. the trash can between us just in case. But it was no, and it was no big deal. We, we pulled it off. We imagined to make it. When we were there another eight to ten years. I forget how long we were on that station. We but were on that station 12 years. It was uh, all because of this man called Rush Limbaugh who spoke for millions. And it's disheartening to see people trash him today. The, the, the opening, if you opened up any of the press, you saw articles like Rush Limbaugh taught Republicans to love an angry racist bully. Huffington Post said, Rush Limbaugh, bigoted king of talk radio, dies at 70. What's an insult, not just to Rush, but it's an insult to people like us who listened to Rush, who was a conservative voice. All this tells you is that the same mantra is conservatives are all the same. They're just bigoted racist people. Listen to what The View had to say. For me, he just normalized um, hatred. He normalized... uh Normalized hatred? No, ma'am, you are normalizing hatred. You believe that? He did not normalize hatred. Uh, Yeah, I I believe it. The left left is amazing at this. They're the ones who claim that they're the tolerant when they're the most hateful. Uh, Racism, and, you know, I I think he really weaponized white male grievance. Um, (laughs) That's fantastic. Weaponized Weaponized. white male grievance. It's a great way to describe it. How do you weaponize that? Uh, and, And what's the white grievance exactly? What is a white grievance? Are grievances colors now? I got a white grievance. I got a black grievance. I mean, only the view would think this way. You know, he sort of uh, hardened these like rural white listeners, people, you know, sitting in their trucks and in, in, in the middle of oh. America and in the South. And you know. Oh, they don't have pickups in New York. The, those people in pickups. This disdain for America is why people love Rush, because exactly of that kind of crap that flowed from people that's that's unbelievable we're gonna miss how rush. many trucks do your kids own <laughs> rush was an amazing human being a great american and thank you for the ideals and principles and winning in the marketplace of ideas i guess when we hear the theme song in the future it's going to be different for america <laughs> You'll be missed, Rush Limbaugh. All right, phone, your phone call's next, 804-464-3553, 464 TheLeeBrothers.com. Live free, Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You get frustrated with trying to explain the simple first principles of America to people who have no interest? After the recent elections and direction of our country, don't you wish we had a simple way to educate citizens about free markets and free people? So do we. That's why we use Prager University. At PragerU.com, you will find the most crystal clear, informative, four to five minute videos on nearly every issue you have ever debated. The Lee Brothers endorse ideas, principles, and America, and no one explains those things better than Prager University. 
at PragerU, free videos, free minds. PragerU.com. That's PragerU.com. Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. Virginia citizens and American patriots, aren't we all? We should be. Apparently all right, phone lines are not, apparently not. <laughs> that's right. Phone lines are open 804-464-3553 outside the capital of the Commonwealth. Virginia's been at work. Our General Assembly is mad at work. Oh yeah, they they just passed a uh, a law, cocktails to go. I mean, look, we're not going to open your business. Well, let Ralph Northam's going to hold you there. I mean, you might actually go to the bar on your own. We need a law to keep you from doing something so stupid. So instead of opening up your business or the bar or the restaurant, we'll let you drive up, order a cocktail, an adult beverage, and then drive away. <laughs> you begin to wonder, are these people really for real? I mean, are these people really going, that's the answer. Instead of opening up businesses, we'll let people drive off into a cocktail they can order. The Virginia Assembly has passed a bill that allows restaurants, bars, and distilleries to offer cocktails to go. Now, I don't know what you think of that. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with it. A month ago, you couldn't even go inside and sit down and have a cocktail. Right. And now, all of a sudden, it's a drive through it's a, it's a drive through cocktail. The whole idea of driving and drinking, I guess, is irrelevant. <laughs> these, really? these people, th- this is the easy out for a lot, for a lot of our lawmakers now. That, that's what's unbelievable. Now, some other things that they've done, which is interesting. I love this idea of a humane cosmetics bill. Now, we tell you all the time in the General Assembly, when it's in session, is a bit of a crisis. Politicians don't go there to repeal laws. No, they go there to create new ones. They go there to create chaos. And if you run out of ideas, you come up with some. The Humane Cosmetics Act is one of those. This is a bill that says we're not going to allow cosmetics to be sold in Virginia if they've been tested on animals. I thought it Were was they all bored? about not putting them on the animals. Yeah, you can't like a cow. Oh, oh like a cow. You can't put ma- you can't put makeup on a cow or a goat. I don't think that's who they're talking about. They're talking about the the dog. You know, that's who a dog. Talking. That's talking about dogs and cats. And, and I see and, people and all the time with rats. their dogs with their toenails painted. clipped. Right, they went to clipped the, and painted. Right. You really think this is the best use of your general assemblies? I mean, I'm sure there are people sitting at home going, you know what? That gummit, there's somebody's testing my makeup on a rat. And I want it, I want that stopped. And so they call they call their general they call their house of delegates and go, This is my number one concern. I mean, let me see, if you get your house of delegates member on the phone, is what do you think is important? Is it really I want a humane cosmetics act? I want to, I don't want animal testing on the makeup I'm putting on my face. That's really the best way to handle that. 
Here's what the bill says. Manufacture import for profit in the Commonwealth, any cosmetic or ingredient, if the cosmetic manufacturer knew or reasonably should have known that it was tested on animals to see if it was safe. This bill would bar that. Imagine the floor debate. So isn't it all kinds of cosmetics tested on all kinds of animals, like a beaver or a duck or you're going to catch beaver? a squirrel. I don't, know you, I don't know if they're taking ducks and beavers. The thing is, is normally. Well, what, what are they taking? Well, I, I think people who are concerned about this bill are thinking about, you know, they're doing it on their puppy when they're not. Look, we use animals and we test things on animals to make for the betterment of human beings. We don't test it on animals to torture animals. We say, how can we make humanity better? How can we have a better life as humans? And so we test it on typically rodents and rats. And Here's an idea. Don't use cosmetics on rodents or rats or squirrels or ducks, anything. Don't use you know, cosmetics on animals. Are, are, are you missing the point here? Obviously, I think you are. Manufacturers are worried that cosmetics could could injure you, so they make sure they're not injuring animals, and therefore that's kind of the test to see. And and so quickly, the General Assembly said, we can't have this. Meanwhile, we're, our spending's out of control. we got people who are, can't go to work because of COVID rules. We've got uh, – we're passing uh, bills that allow the uh, – the, the social worker to bust into your house to see if you hired a female or a male babysitter. I kid you not. That story's coming up. But we're worried about humane cosmetics and animals. You know, I want to err on the side of human beings, and a lot of these bills err on the side of the animals. The reason we test things on animals is for the betterment of human beings. But we can't have that anymore. We'd rather humans do without or don't have as long as life for the sake of the rat in the incubator. I don't understand that kind of thinking. But you know what? I'm glad the General Assembly had nothing better to do. They fixed it. They fixed the cosmetics. I think women should test them on their you know, significant others, their, their boyfriends, husbands, whatever. Is have, it Have a, a kid's night. Have a family night where you put cosmetics on everyone, and then you go shopping. You've done is that, that. Is before, that a bill? Haven't you? Are you, haven't are you, you done recommend? that before? No, I don't. I don't participate. I thought no. you did. No, I, I was sure you did. <laughs> you thought what's wrong with you? I was sure you did. Yeah, no. It's um. Look, the General Assembly is um is fixing things for us. We don't have to worry about humane. It's a humane society act, Scott and Richard. You guys are against. You're you're against humane treatment of animals is that what i'm hearing you say so a humane society is one that uses cosmetics on wild animals i hope none of my wild animals are listening to this i don't think that's you was you were the target of the bill i think it's more the manufacturers who torture those poor creatures to make sure you can put cosmetics on your face or whatever yep. it might be but here's, here's what they were really doing. It, it wasn't even about humane society, although that was probably a distraction because they should be massively embarrassed that they're now allowing undocumented immigrants to receive financial aid in Virginia colleges. I don't know, I don't know what's worse on this. I mean, this is a slap in the face of Americans who want to go to the schools in Virginia. Do you realize people in Virginia 
can't even go to some of these schools or people from outside Virginia want to go to these schools and the General Assembly just said, hey, look, we're going to allow undocumented immigrants to receive financial aid at Virginia colleges. The Senate on Wednesday passed the bill by a vote of 20 to 18. Party, straight party vote. So let me get this straight. Republicans don't want to give money to illegal aliens. Democrats do. Why is there a divide along political lines on this issue? Why is that? Do you think it's political? How do you think that works? And why does it fall that way? You tell us, 804-464-3553, 464-3553. Coming up, Ralph Northam. He promises you you can watch your kids play sports. Isn't he a nice dictator? 464-3553, LeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. Live free, Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You get frustrated with trying to explain the simple first principles of America to people who have no interest. After the recent elections and direction of our country, don't you wish we had a simple way to educate citizens about free markets and free people? So do we. That's why we use Prager University. At PragerU.com, you will find the most crystal clear, informative, four to five minute videos on nearly every issue you have ever debated. The Lee Brothers endorse ideas, principles, and America, and no one explains those things better than Prager University. At PragerU, free videos, free minds. PragerU.com. That's PragerU.com. Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Well, Mojo50, Mojo50.com, Mojo50.com. Check us out there for your, uh, our, our shows are archived there. So it's a brand new radio station and um, we're there uh, every Saturday and Sunday. Mojo50.com, Mojo50.com. Also, the LeeBrothers.com has two great videos up there for you on your listening and watching pleasure. All right, coming up in the program, Ralph Northam is going to uh, tell us why he's a benevolent dictator and Victoria Cobb and the Family Foundation on why the family uh, matters and how it's being attacked in this year's General Assembly. Stay tuned for that. But first, this the sleeper environmental bill you didn't even know about. Lawmakers eye carbon sequestration. No, no, there's, there's politicians... <laughs> yes, there's politicians. What the hell is this, a joke? Yeah, it's what I was thinking, Boehner. Um, You have politicians actually think they can sequester carbon. Dave Marsden, Democrat from Fairfax, says, once we get rid of all the carbon-producing vehicles, hmm, that must be a goal, and houses, hmm, we have to stick with a lot of carbon in there that isn't going anywhere because you have to sequester it. How, how outrageous is the mind of a politician to think he can sequester carbon? How, how is that even possible? That's what's interesting to me. Um, so you have that going for you. Then you have 
the um, him continue by saying we have to realize that we can win the battle and lose the war if we don't really hit this immigrate or mitigation and sequestration of carbon issue pretty hard. Man, I tell you, we've come far in politics. The idea that we can sequester carbon now. I mean, it's just outrageous. Getting any green folks in the, in the uh, Commonwealth? Yeah, we've got too many green folks in the Commonwealth. What is this all about? Why do these guys really think they can control the environment? Can someone tell me that? Where is this politician who thinks, I've got this all figured out. I can stop the planet from boiling over, like Obama said. If everybody's raising living standards to the point where everybody's got a car, and everybody's got air conditioning, and everybody's got a big house... Uh, well, the planet will boil over. <laughs> it's the most absurd statement. You but, remember his statement of, you have a business, you didn't build that business. That's no different than that. Someone else built it for you. But you got politicians who think the planet's going to boil over. you got politicians in the General Assembly who actually believe that they can sequester carbon. Uh, but we only have one planet. I forget about that. We only have one planet. Only have one planet. These people are unconscionable. All right, coming up, Ralphie boy. Ralphie nor of them are benevolent dictator. By the way, on our flag, it says six separate tyrannus. Uh, really is kind of death to tyrants. But in today's COVID environment, that's too bad. Uh, you have to succumb to it. That's all next. The LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com, Mojo50.com, 804-464-3553. gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo 5-0. 9 com. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. Just after bottom of the half hour, outside the capital, the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers, Virginia Citizens and American Patriots. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left, sometimes my far left, is Richard Lee. All right, check us out at theleebrothers.com. Two great videos there for your listening and wanting pleasure. One of them is a cartoon network that wants their kids to see color. Now, I never understood that, but you can check it out at theleebrothers.com and, and the inputs there. And, of course, Ralph Northam in a mask. Now, it's a picture of his Facebook page and him sitting there in this big, stupid mask. Now, you would think on his Facebook page that he could get a picture of himself isolated, quarantined, in a room by himself with a camera on the other side of the glass where he didn't have to wear a mask, where you could actually get a picture of himself. I've never understood the idiocy of the left on this. Why would you take pictures in a mask? I'd take a picture of him so he'd have it. 
of the dartboard in here. In a mask, he looks ridiculous. You can see this at the Leebrothers.com. The Leebrothers.com, we posted it there. It is outrageous. I mean, you just got to laugh at the guy. I mean, there's nothing but but virtue signaling if you're wearing a mask in a picture. You can't take it off for five seconds so that we could seize your face. Why take the picture? You take the picture in a mask only to send a message. Oh, you Lee brothers. No, it's true. You're only taking the picture to send a message. The message is what? Look how much I care. I'm going to wear a mask everywhere I go, including a picture which makes me look stupid. I have little patience for this kind of idiocy with this mask thing. But, but there he is, looking dumb and stupid in a mask on his Facebook page. If you go to his Facebook page, you get to hear his speech this week about, about COVID-19 and how he wants to care so much about you. Here's part of it right here. I know that everyone has lots of questions. Yes, we do. <laughs> Will more people be able to come watch their kids play sports? Now, stop right there. Listen to the format of this. There's a governor looking over 8 million people in Virginia, and he gets a question by apparently free people who send the governor a question, can I watch my kids play sports again? And that's legitimate? What happened to us? We're literally going to say, let's send the governor a note. See if he would just please let us watch our kids play sports. Because, you see, Ralph Northam knows so much more than you stupid peasant in Midlothian, Virginia. You don't know if you can go watch your kid unless the governor says you can. It's outrageous. Just the premise that someone has to ask the governor this question. Now, listen to how he answers. I hear that every day. Yes, they will. Oh, thank you. Oh, yes, they will. I've thought about this as your governor. I care. I want you to watch. Oh, you want to see your kids play sports in high school? What a cool idea. Oh, I you're such a novel. Every day. Every but day. I don't do anything about it every day. He Maybe j- I should now. He just cares. He cares so much he wears a stupid mask <laughs> to get a picture on his Facebook page. <laughs> he cares so much that he is going to let you. He just told you, yes, you'll be able to listen and watch your kids play sports. When? You cute surf and peasant. It continues. Next week, sports start moving outdoors. Oh. So starting this Monday, we'll expand the number of spectators allowed at outdoor sport events. Is this not the most maddening thing you've ever heard in your life? We're going to allow. Listen to what he says. We're going to allow you. How dare you people put up with this? Here's a, here's a virus that has a 99.4% survival rate. Never in the history of humanity have we ever quarantined healthy people. Somehow, you Americans have become soft, and Virginians of all people, who signed the declaration of, under the, the guise of Richard Henry Lee, an honorary Lee brother, which he's the original Lee brother, I would, I would presume. <laughs> We're the honorary Lee brothers to some way. We've given up. We actually now will prostrate ourselves in front of a governor to say, please let us watch sports. Listen, during the smallpox that killed a third of a people in America, we didn't quarantine healthy people. That's true. We did not. We did not. 
I don't know what happened. But now we get to listen to a governor really talk to us like children. It's like we're teenagers going to mom and dad. Can I go out this weekend? Yeah, kind of thought this thing. I don't, I don't think you're going out this weekend. Why? Well, you know, I just, it's arbitrary, I know. But I just don't think you should. You're a little too young for that. Do you not get the sense as to the way the governor thinks of you? This, this new limit, and, and just listen again to what he says. So starting this Monday, so nice. we'll expand the number of spectators allowed at outdoor what? sport events up to 250. Wow. Not 251. You see that number, 250, it's scientific. No, I heard Fauci the other day talking about 250 scientific. 249, you're safe. 250's got to be the limit. But if it's 251, COVID runs rabid. How far apart do they need? 10 feet? No, it's still six. Still stupid. Absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) So now we have the governor saying to you who want to watch your kid play sports, you who want to have a wedding, a wedding. Ralph Northam is now the king. Ralph Northam is now a benevolent dictator who sits in front of a microphone and listens to a press corps who loves him, adores him, and says, please give us freedom only if you think we're safe. Governor, if you would only do the test and the science to see that I can't do it on my own, I'll go around licking doorknobs without you. But I thank God that Ralph Northam is there to keep me from having a wedding of people who are in my family or to keep me from going to watch my son or daughter play sports, indoor or outdoor, because we know this about high school students who play sports. They're dying like crazy from... Oh, yeah, that's, they have a 99.6% survival rate with COVID. This has got to end. And until there's outrage by the people of Virginia, this guy will reign over you. you know, and it's not like we don't have an example. Look at Florida. Florida's been going to school since August. And, and Ralph Northam says, oh, I can't do that. I've, I've got to protect these people. That's not your job to protect me. It's not your job to decide what I can do with my own health and my own body, especially when we've never quarantined healthy people ever. This is the craziest thing I've ever heard, and for us to just let it go and accept it is outrageous. Northern crowd size limits for high school, 250. I would love someone to ask him, why 250? Can I have 260, please? Can I have two? Excuse me, uh, the benevolent dictator Ralph Northam. Can you? Can I have two sixty, please? Just at my event. I don't care for everyone else at two fifty. I need ten more people. If you would just let me have ten more people. Oh no, it's too risky, Scott and Richard. I am King Ralph, and I will decide if you can go to a sporting event. He continues. Provided everyone maintains their social distancing. Okay. Next question. Listen to this. Will children be able to go to overnight summer camps? Yes, they will. Oh, thank you Whoa. once again. Oh, and there I was, nervous for my kids to go to summer camp this summer. Let's, let's ask the governor if we'll be allowed to do that. Does anyone else have a radical objection to this? Or are the Lee brothers the only ones who think this is absolutely bat insane? Sounds pretty crazy. It's... Uh... You know, it's very questionable permission given <laughs> by His Royal Majesty. Does anyone else not see 
the, the, the position that we've allowed the government to take in our lives. I mean, to wear a mask is stupid enough on your Facebook post, but then to go out and say, you know what? Uh, I'm not going to allow for this. The country should revolt. Everybody who is concerned about COVID-19 knows what to do. You know what to do. If you're concerned about COVID-19 and you're in the health risk category, you take care of yourself. You do precautions. My guess is you don't show up at the sports game if you're concerned about COVID. If you're not concerned about COVID, guess what? I'm assuming you'll go to the game. You'll participate. You'll probably go to the restaurant afterwards. You'll celebrate with your son and daughter if they'll let you in. But the government says no to that. And nobody seems to have an issue with this? Tell us more, Ralphie boy. This summer, what about outdoor events? Where we're moving on that as well. Oh, nice of you. And we'll be working with stakeholders to move forward safely over time. Mm. But I need to be clear, the basic safety needs will stay in place for the foreseeable future. Will they? Wear a mask, wash your hands, mm. maintain your social distance. We're going to maintain this in the future because, you see, again, it comes down to this. Scott and Richard, I know you guys think you're smart, but you're not because the governor's smarter. Did he say something about stakes? The stakes are too high? I don't know yeah, sure what he know. said. I, I heard he him would... say the word steak, and you I'd thought... really like to have it. <laughs> You're thinking food. Yeah, well, immediately I'm thinking, I want a steak. Yeah. There's got to be a, a, a change in our country. We can't allow this kind of dictatorship. For, for us to, to, to peddle our desires in front of a governor so we can watch our kids play sports when the, the risk factor is practically zero it's ridiculous it is absurd so mad him all right uh, check out his goofy stupid photo at the leebrothers.com the leebrothers.com and his mask on facebook page and of course your phone calls next 804-464-3553 464-3553 joining us coming up family foundation victoria cobb the president tells what's going on in the general assembly leebrothers.com live free mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You get frustrated with trying to explain the simple first principles of America to people who have no interest? After the recent elections and direction of our country, don't you wish we had a simple way to educate citizens about free markets and free people? So do we. That's why we use Prager University. At PragerU.com, you will find the most crystal clear, informative, four- to five-minute videos on nearly every issue you have ever debated. The Lee Brothers endorse ideas, principles, and America, and no one Explains those things better than Prager University. At PragerU, free videos, free minds. PragerU.com. That's PragerU.com. Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. Live free. Mojo Five O. Tired and bring your shame 
in your gear. I almost want to listen to that song the whole time. Makes me feel better after watching Ralphie Boy and his uh, mask and the whole dictates of a governor telling us that we can't have sports or a wedding. Crank that back up. <laughs> Every day I wrestle with the voices that keep telling me I'm not right. See, that's what makes you feel better, doesn't it? There you go. All right. Lee Brothers outside the capital, the Commonwealth of Virginia. Uh, the General Assembly is being watched by a lot of people. You know, and it's not watched close enough like, like we like to watch it. So we have people who do that, not for us, but for really good reasons, like the Family Foundation. Family Foundation has a great website, familyfoundation.org. And uh, running that organization is Victoria Cobb. She's a president. She joins us right now on the phone lines with the Lee Brothers. Hang on Thank you. Hey. Great to be here. Hey, thanks, Victoria. Thanks for hey. joining us. Hi, Victoria. Thanks for having me. Great to talk with y'all. Oh, thank you. Well, Great that's to have awful you kind. We haven't heard anyone say that lately, so I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, so let me just ask you a quick question right off the top, and I'm going to ask you about some specific bills. But is is the the General Assembly this year has it been pro family? It's loaded with Democrats running everything. Is, have you have you get the sense that the family's being protected? <laughs> That's yeah. a loaded question, boy. Not at all. That yeah, is um, pretty that funny. Is the, almost the extreme opposite. In fact, I think um, the the effort is to make sure there is no uh, notion of a family left by the time they're done. No, nothing, nothing to celebrate about good family units anymore. You know, that's why Richard and I say the best form of government is the one that's not in session because they're not attacking and doing things. It's a shame that they don't go there and say, hey, the civilization, the backbone of it is actually found in this idea called the family, which is what I I love what you guys do at the Family Foundation. You're constantly looking out to see how our culture will be better, our civilization will be better, crime will be down if the family's intact, and the government should support that. They should be fans of that instead of feel like they're attacking it. And one of the greatest examples of Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say, this General Assembly is all about the individual and about individual license and liberty. And unfortunately, there are real victims of that, like children. Yeah, right. Of course, they, how can they, they, they say they're for the children, but in a lot of ways, I'm wondering if that's true. I, I'm, I'm really concerned about this bill. And this is what, I mean, among other things that strike my interest in talking with you is this, this bill, SB 1310, which means nothing to our listeners except here's what it does. It, it could result in parents being sued for sex discrimination if they hire a woman over a man to take care of their children as a babysitter or a nanny in their home. It goes further by saying the religious discrimination if they specifically hire someone of their own faith as their home tutor. This can't be accurate. Can it, Victoria? You know, you'd think it couldn't be because you hear the bill and you think that can't be the country that I live in where I'm making decisions about people that enter and exit my home and help, in many cases, raise my children. It can't possibly be that they are trying to regulate that. But the thing about big government liberals is that they actually do want to regulate every single component of your life. And what they've done is literally turn individual families into a business if they simply have somebody that contracts with them on any small portion. It doesn't even have to be, uh, at this point, it's not even a certain number of hours of the week. It's not even a certain role. It is just literally, if you pay someone to help out in your home, you become a business, they become an employee in the same way that a company that has 500 people has to handle their employees. And that is that all of the non-discrimination laws 
come down on your head. And that is just a shocker. I'm, I'm literally with my mouth open here thinking that if that's true, do these people not, have they never grown up? I mean, that they didn't have families. They never hired a babysitter. I mean, who are these people that, that think this way? Well, they, they, they clearly don't talk to enough, just plain old suburban moms. It doesn't even have to be, it doesn't even have to be a conservative to hate this bill. I, I would argue that anyone that has, I mean, I, I know people of all political stripes who have girls who simply want to make sure that the person that babysits for them is also a female for a variety of reasons. Of course. And that, under this bill, would be a discriminatory. Now, see, we like to use the word discernment. We like to think people should use discernment about what fits best with their family. How do we align the people in and around our children, in particular, with the values, with the beliefs that we have? Uh, in a, you know, we think about their protections first when we make hiring decisions. All of those things are, are normal mom and dad kinds of things that happen in the home. But in this bill, you're an employer and you're really looking out for the rights of the worker first. And that is where we've gotten everything flipped up on its head. Yeah, there's there's no doubt about it. It actually sounds scary. Now, some of you might be thinking, if you're listening to this, going, wow, but how would they ever know? Well, this bill also authorizes the health department <laughs> to enter without delay and investigate, inspect, and take samples, Victoria. Oh, yeah. You know, the irony of this is, for those of us that have been around a long time, I can remember how they put up such a stink when we tried to put some basic safety standards, for example, because we're pro-life around, you know, why do our, not, our abortion centers not have any safety standards? And when they, they thought, hey, we might eventually have to have an inspector deal with this, they thought that was going to be the end of the world. But in this case, they're going to offer up in this bill inspectors to go into any home that could possibly be violating this. And somehow that's not an economic burden to the health department at all. Um, and right. more than that, people don't realize how this plays out. Uh, a lot of the way this plays out is simply, I mean, I, I know, I, I, I work, I have some people that help me. I've always had somebody help me with my kids after school, for example. And a lot of people don't realize, you know, people put things like ads in care.com, for example, and they say, you know, I'm looking for this kind of person. And that helps filter out people that don't line up with your values or people who wouldn't be a good fit with your kids, just the way that you even write your ad. That ad could be a trigger now. And, and this law is going to pass. <laughs> and I unreal. can't tell you how many people won't even know it's passed and trip themselves into a mess. Well, there, voting has consequences. I mean, you put people in charge, oh, you wait. think they, they, they control your life. I just, we just went on a rant about Ralph Northam and his, his uh, COVID mandates. This is the same thing. These people think they know more than you. They know they're better than you. They are, sit in a high place of authority, and they make decisions based upon what they think is right for you. That is not the role of government. Jefferson would be just appalled, as everybody would. The final point I want to well, make. And, oh, go ahead, Victor. Yeah. I was going to say, and this is the sandwich generation that is also dealing with elder care. So think about the folks who are also dealing with care for the elderly, who, for example, their mother at 80 years old does not want a male coming in and helping them work through the day-to-day battles of being older. Um, <laughs> it's not even just with children. How discriminatory. How long have you hated older men, Victoria? How long have you... <laughs> apparently i'm just <laughs> cruel and heartless but you know i when i'm 90 and i'm by myself i i just prefer someone of the same sex be the one undressing me you know i mean these are just tough things of real Makes life sense. but exactly. this government this government wants to turn every entity every family into a hiring unit into a business and then advocate for the rights of the workers it's just 
it's just unfortunate um, that that we can't. There's just no part of our lives that is now not touched by this liberal government that just keeps creeping further and further. You know, we we brought this up. You know, they used to. One of our issues is dealing with education and what they're teaching our kids in schools. And they used to, you know, we used to battle a lot about family life education and what they're teaching in that, you know, kind of sex ed for Virginia. But then they started dropping postcards in our mailboxes to our kids with a sex text line saying, "Hey, kids, you know, anonymously text this number if you have a question." It's like they used to reach us through public institutions, and you had enough trouble with government when you were in a public school or you were in a place of work. But now they're actually literally bringing their stuff into our homes and harming our children directly. Well, it's it, this is the thing. It's unbelievable when people tell me, well, I can't really tell the difference. Elections really don't matter. I go about my life. And then they go to get a babysitter, and boom, this stuff happens. So I, I, one thing I'm glad for, Victoria, is what you guys are doing at the Family Foundation. And I, I don't know how many people actually give time to say kudos to what you're doing. And, and uh, you know, in this environment, this cancel culture, it's somehow Family Foundation – is a threat. I mean, the name is Family Foundation. It really means something. It's a, I don't like family. I mean, it's just outrageous, but you guys are doing a great job. Thanks for what oh, you're doing. Cancel culture is out to get everybody, no question. And I actually just got a text today saying that we got blocked by somebody's uh, content barrier because we were our website was flagged as something inappropriate. So um, we're about to be canceled, but we will keep on keeping on, just like you guys oh. keep on keeping on. What could be so bad on your website? By the way, it's Family foundation.org thanks victoria good talking to you thanks for having me you bet. That's, that's victoria cobb the president of the family foundation a truly great american all right check us out the leebrothers.com the leebrothers.com and phone lines 804-464-3553 members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You get frustrated with trying to explain the simple first principles of America to people who have no interest? After the recent elections and direction of our country, don't you wish we had a simple way to educate citizens about free markets and free people? So do we. That's why we use Prager University. At PragerU.com, you will find the most crystal clear, informative, four to five minute videos on nearly every issue you have ever debated. The Lee Brothers endorse ideas, principles, and America, and no one Explains those things better than Prager University. At PragerU, free videos, free minds. PragerU.com. That's PragerU.com. Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. FamilyFoundation.org. FamilyFoundation. 
www.org. They're fighting battles for you you never even know about. And it's important that you check them out. they got a great blog. You can sign up for, for, um, for all kinds of announcements and things. All right, coming up is the most amazing thing on the General Assembly. I cannot believe what I heard when I heard the state senator, a Democrat, and other Democrats saying merit should not count when to go into the governor's school. You shouldn't be judged on merit. You should be judged by what? The color of your skin. That was a debate on the floor of the Senate in the United States of America and the Commonwealth of Virginia. We're going to share that with you next, and it's going to blow your mind. It's going to absolutely... Insane. It's insane, and we got the clips. We got them actually saying this. You don't want to miss that. That's all coming up. Check us out, theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. Coming up next. in the land of the free and home of the brave. It is the Lee Brothers. So Biden's town hall was this week. It's priceless. Of course, America's racist. We'll cover that with you. Imagine a president standing up there and saying, everyone's racist, America sucks. That's what he did. And so wait, no more stakes? Bill Gates says no. But who is he to say no? We'll cover that. But then this, a state senator and Democrats say merit should not be a factor and going to an elite governor's school. I kid you not. That is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us today. Hopefully, uh, all of this garbage weather will ride on out of town because it is ugly out there. I have to excuse my... No nope. throat, it's a little sore. No excuse. Uh, we excuse you not. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, by if the I way, breathe, I'm excused. The, not, but anyway. the weather in Texas, where Mojo 5 is, is a disaster. Our station's been off because there's no power. Zero. And that makes it very difficult to run a radio station if there's no power in both locations. And we have backup. So it's been a disaster in Texas. And here in the Commonwealth of Virginia, the home of Jefferson, Madison, and Henry, real Virginians, uh, uh, we're experiencing ice storm after ice storm. Uh, the good news is Richard and I are phenomenal at dealing with ice storms. We're just very good at it. I mean, you can call us and ask us how. 804-464-3553. We're amazingly good at uh, handling ice and snow. I mean, we're like masters of it. We like ice and snow. I mean, we like... The more we can get, the better. Yeah, I mean... In the snow, you can have snowball fights. And at Liberty University, they broke COVID rules by having a snowball fight. And they actually apologized this week for having a snowball fight. Not because it spread COVID, but because it meant it was having fun. And liberals can't have that. So the, the, the state health agency swept in and said, are you had fun? Were you having fun? I don't how think, dare how you. How dare you. Have fun in this weather. Not allowed. All right, phone lines are open, 804-464-3553. You might want to hang on to that because what we're about to tell you is disgusting. You know, our education system is a train wreck of biblical proportions. 
we, we have kids that are stuck in crappy schools. It's like if I came to you and said, you can only shop at this grocery store, you would find that appalling. But you have no problem with me coming to you saying you can only go to this school. Somehow you think that's fine. I just don't understand. You know, if you have Kroger, Publix, uh, Walmart, and you have all these grocery stores, people choose which one they want to go to based upon the best values or the best service or whatever it is. But somehow... You can't choose your education. Liberals love this. Get in little elite neighborhoods and get your kids in those schools, and the bad kids are stuck into crappy schools. They call that compassion. I I call it tyranny. You should be able to choose any school you want, but that's not allowed. Instead, what you find our state senators and our House of Delegates arguing in the General Assembly is, color of skin is more important. This is this is preposterous. These are real adults. Thank God it failed the bill I'm about to tell you about which was to uh, uh, to the board of education on new guidance rules for allowing people to attend governor's schools. Here's what the bill actually says. This is uh state senator Gazma Hashim who is a state senator in Richmond and parts of Chesterfield County. Here's how she describes the bill. ...policies and then clear guidelines on the need for diversity, equity, and inclusion training. Yeah, because that's number one. Clear guidelines on diversity, inclusion, and equity. Equity training. Forget math, English, science, learning. No, we want to indoctrinate your kids. So this is what a state senator is doing. This is what the bill states. Continue, please. Meaning, the bill requires that these guidance focus on the importance of increasing access to our governor schools uh, for historically underserved students and to include best practices. Hmm. So why aren't they going there now? Are you telling me the governor schools are racist? You mean to tell me, Senator Hashim and the rest of you Democrats, that the reason the governor school, specifically Thomas Jefferson School in Alexandria County, doesn't have any minorities in it? It's because they purposely do that. Why do you? What's their basis for letting people come to the governor's school? Currently, right now, it's based on merit. Now, what's interesting is Chap Peterson, a Democrat, actually kind of sets the record straight here. Listen to, and then after he sets the record straight, this is outrageous, folks. After he sets the record straight, listen to how one of those other Democrats took him to task existed since 1985 in Fairfax County. It's been the number one high school in the United States. It's an extraordinary high school. Its population is 80% minority. What? Um, hang, hang on a second. The population at school is 80% minority? Did he say that right? And this is Thomas Jefferson High School in Northern Virginia? Correct. And they allow that name? Well, that's a whole other story. Don't go there yet, Richard. We <laughs> can't do that right now. Right now we're trying to decide how they get into the school. So back to Chap Peterson. Its population is 80% minority. Um, to put that in perspective, fit about half of the school-age population in Fairfax County uh, is Senator, white. Sen- 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 Senator Peterson, uh, for people who look like me, we, I, I would appreciate it if you would put a, a, a better definition to minority because I know you're not talking about people who look like me, so could you please be more specific? I'll be happy to. Thank you. 
the population is about 70% Asian Thank in Thomas you. Jefferson High School. Oh, oh, it's not good enough. It's a certain minority now. It's not that we want minorities in the governor's school. They have to look like me, says Senator Lucas, who is a black woman. Oh, I wonder if there's an agenda behind this. Oh, the politician who said, we need more minorities. Ah, oh, not those minorities. We have a specific group of minorities we care about. Are you kidding me? Is this the most outrageous thing you have ever heard? It's unbelievable. So Chap Peterson calls it out and goes, you guys want to uh, introduce a new bill to, to change the way we do diversity in Thomas Jefferson. 80% of the kids are minority. What kind of minority? Listen to Lucas again. This is outrageous. She ought to be slammed for this. For people who look like me, we, I, I would appreciate it if you would put a, a, a better definition to minority because I know you're not talking about people who look like me, so could you please, oh, yeah. please be more specific? Yeah, we're not talking about people who look like you. I, aren't you glad we're having a conversation about the color of people's skin in the General Assembly? People look like you. Now we're actually going to base everything on how people look. Man, we've come backwards. It's outrageous. This is Virginia, right? That's the, it, Now, listen. It's not good enough, right, that the minorities happen to be Latin, um, Asian. They're Asian. 80% of the minorities in this Thomas Jefferson school are Asian. Chap Peterson doesn't miss a beat. He actually explains why that is. That is not based on any intentional policy that I'm aware of. So there's no intentional here. You mean Thomas Jefferson's not racist? They're not looking to exclude people? They're not looking for other people's color? So he said it's not on purpose. It's based on what then? But the lady it's is just, looking for something to base it on. Well, one thing, color of skin. L- listen to how Chap describes this. Does a good job. It's just those are the kids that, that for whatever reason, have qualified under the criteria that they've had, and that's become an issue in, in the community. Criteria. Now, a lot of these children are, are immigrants, children of immigrants, and have focused on their academics, and they've done well. Oh, it's academic reasons. So you're telling me that 80% of the kids who are in Thomas Jefferson School that are Asian are there for academic reasons. Why is it, Senator Lucas, that these Asian kids are able to find their way into these schools, but as you said, people look like me, blacks, can't? That's a racist statement, isn't it? So you want to, it is. You want to change the merit system. You want to move away from that system that Chap Peterson just said. The only reason these kids are there is because of their grades. They put focus on it. They're immigrants. They came here. They're not even Americans. They came here and worked hard, and they're being rewarded for it. And you say that's not fair? You're disgusting. This is where our country is now? Unbelievable. There's more. Wait till you hear what's more. There's another, Senator Howe actually jumped on this, and and she said some things that'll blow your mind. These people are more interested in the color of your skin, not ethic, not your workload, not merit, but as Senator Lucas said, I want them to look like me, and not many do. Actually, how many blacks are there in the Thomas Jefferson High School? We'll share that with you and Senator Howe's clips next. And, of course, your phone calls, 804-464-3553, 464 The Lee Brothers.com, 
Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You get frustrated with trying to explain the simple first principles of America to people who have no interest? After the recent elections and direction of our country, don't you wish we had a simple way to educate citizens about free markets and free people? So do we. That's why we use Prager University. At PragerU.com, you will find the most crystal clear, informative, four to five minute videos on nearly every issue you have ever debated. The Lee brothers endorse ideas, principles, and America, and no one explains those things better than Prager University. At PragerU, free videos, free minds. PragerU.com. That's PragerU.com. Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee brothers. So we have it. Um, we have it on. We have them on them saying it themselves. Merit should not be the reason people are let into the governor's school. We have state senators here in Virginia saying it should be about color of skin. People look like me, said Senator Lucas. I'm black woman. How many blacks are part of that minority? Senator Chap Peterson said, well, very few, but 80% are Asian, and that's not good enough, is it? Then Chap Peterson tells him why they're there. He did it here. A lot of these children are immigrants, children of immigrants, and have focused on their academics, and they've done well. Oh, that's not acceptable. But they don't look like me, Chap Peterson. They don't look like I do. They're not black. Not good enough. Listen to what Senator Howe said. It's a total insult. Listen to this. I was not on the committee that studied this for months and months, but it impacts my constituents quite a bit. Uh, And I think it is ludicrous that we have fewer than 20 African-American and Latino students admitted to TJ. That's ludicrous from Fairfax County. It's insulting, I think, to people's intelligence if they would believe that. Why? I mean, real simple, why? Why is it insulting? Did Thomas Jefferson look at the color of their skin and say blacks can't come here? This 80% of minority school. So what did they look at? They obviously didn't look at the color of skin. They looked at merit. They looked at grades. And that's not what Senator Howell wants. She finds it appalling that only 20 African-Americans go there. Instead of saying the opposite, I think it's amazing. The 20 kids that are here, they're African-American, got here how? On merit. Instead of saying, congratulations, let's get more people to, to beat on merit, it's the other way around? This is a special school for special kids. I mean, every county has special schools for special kids. That's what this is. It's a special school. For elite kids who perform very well. Exactly. And we should change that, Richard. It's because it's mean. It's discriminatory because some kids aren't as good as others. This is the American left today. We cannot have some kids outperforming others. If there's a good governor's school, then they ought to go there based on the color of their skin. So let's just say that they're right. What would the change look like? Would you expect them to go in and get rid of some of the Asian kids that did well? 
So do you expect when they send in their applications at the governor's school, the Thomas Jefferson School in Alexandria, that they actually have to say, what color are you? What would a Democrat senator sitting in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia expect to happen? We have this, a bunch of them sitting in the capital. I, I find this, uh, it's so outrageous that there should be an outpouring of people in our state going, fire these idiots. Because we ought to base our decisions on merit and character and not on the color of people's skin. But we've, we've, we've actually gone backwards. And we've gone backwards because of the American left. Not because white supremacists are ruining America, as you'll find out in the Biden-CNN town hall in a few minutes when we cover that. It has nothing to do with that. The kids that are going to Thomas Jefferson High School should be applauded. They shouldn't be attacked because they studied hard. And they the ki- earned it. They earned it. And the kids who didn't earn it, you think they have a right to Thomas Jefferson High School? Every kid in that school earned their place, earned their seat in the classroom. And they should be rewarded for it instead of, uh, yes instead of not allowed. Should. Yes, they should. And the Democrat mindset, they ought to let more blacks in there because they're black. What do you think that would tell kids at Thomas Jefferson High School if the Democrats actually got this bill to the General Assembly? And told the governor's schools that they had to use things other than merit. And black kids started showing up at the, at the, uh, at the governor's school. What do you think people would begin to look at these kids as? Did you really earn it? Or did you get here from the color of your skin? Which is an outrageous insult. The Democrats okay. are insulting. They, they, they talk down to you. They degrade you. They tell you you can't be anything unless they let, make it happen. It is wrong. Now, you think it's done? Oh, no. Far from it. Here comes State Senator Hashim, Ghazala Hashim. Now, we invited her on this program. Every show we've done since 2021, we've invited a liberal Democrat from some party to join us. None of them have. We made a kind of a New Year's resolution that we want to engage people where they are. We want to go talk to them. After the election in Georgia, we're like, what is going on here? Are we not, are we talking to the choir here? Are we preaching only to the choir? Let's, let's engage people to different, well, I can't get anyone to join us. Richard, I cannot get a liberal to engage us at the marketplace of ideas, quoting Rush Limbaugh. It's absolutely frightening. And this Senator, Gazim Hashmi, was saying, well, she's caught up in the General Assembly. She'll be busy. She can't join you. But she's not afraid to say things on the House or the Senate floor. And here's what she said about this bill. And I want to frame it in such a way that you'll listen to how she discusses merit. In other words, what she's saying is merit shouldn't matter. Here she is. Uh, When we talk about a merit-based system, we understand that the inequity that is set up from early elementary school all the way through middle school prevents the students who would bring great diversity, great promise, and... Wait a second. So what about all the Asian, um, Asian kids that are there? They don't have that? They didn't go to those same elementary schools? They didn't, they didn't study hard, uh, Senator Hajim? And how did this all start? Did you let it start? Did you not, you know, 
reel in the the teachers that obviously let this start? I mean, it's, you let it happen, right? You Democrats and now you let want it, it fixed. Yeah, you're the Democrats who gave these 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 poor kids horrible choices. You said you're stuck in that crappy school. It's your fault. But wait a second, it's not about that, is it? How did the the it's people really not about how that. did the people who came here as uh, immigrants outperform other poor kids? How'd they do that, Senator Hajim? She continues, listen to this again about Mary. All the way through middle school prevents the students who would bring great diversity, great <laughs> promise, and uh, uh, offer much to enhance our governor schools. They are excluded by the educational system, the educational inequities that we have in place. So, so your rule is because they've been harmed in some way outside themselves, they weren't capable of overcoming it because they're just sheep in your mind. They're peasants and serfs. They weren't capable. So in your mind, what you're going to do is you're going to force them into these schools, not based on merit. This is what she's saying. I find it personally offensive when people make the argument that increasing diversity is somehow going to lower the academic standards. That is simply not the case, and it is offensive to make that argument. Who is? Apparently, diversity hasn't hurt education uh, standards. There's 80% of them are Asian. That's a very diverse school, Thomas Jefferson. 80% of them are minorities. Of course, that's not the case, Senator. Who's arguing that? You find it offensive that nobody's arguing that? I love how the liberals argue with people who just aren't there. They're like the ghost. I'm arguing with the guy who thinks diversity is bad. No, you're not, because no one thinks that. You're arguing with people who think it should be based on merit. You can't even stay on track with that, Senator. You're a joke. You're an embarrassment, and I can't believe you were even elected. Yet these people ran on diversity over everything. The color of your skin matters more than your merit and your grades, according to the Democrats in the General Assembly in Virginia. It's disgusting. Everyone should be embarrassed. We laid it out for you. All right, coming up, you want more evidence of this? Not just here in Virginia, but everywhere. No wonder the schools are a train wreck. We'll share that with you next and your phone calls, 804-464-3553. 464-3553, theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. Live free, Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You get frustrated with trying to explain the simple first principles of America to people who have no interest? After the recent elections and direction of our country, don't you wish we had a simple way to educate citizens about free markets and free people? So do we. That's why we use Prager University. At PragerU.com, you will find the most crystal clear, informative, four to five minute videos on nearly every issue you have ever debated. The Lee Brothers endorse ideas, principles, and America, and no one explains those things better than Prager University. At PragerU, free videos, free minds. PragerU.com. That's PragerU.com. Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers.
seriously. That there are, are state senators who believe that skin color is more important. But that's not the only place. Oregon is now saying rate math is racist. They said there's a white supremacy culture that infiltrates math classrooms. It includes the focus on getting the answer right. <laughs> so let me get this straight. If I say there's a right and wrong answer, it's, it's now white supremacy. It's racist. Well, that fills in with what Biden's going to tell us here at the CNN conference coming up. or his town hall this week. Oregon is all over this. They want to dismantle racism in their workbook. And they said that they, the belief that there's such thing as being objective or neutral is a characteristic of white supremacy. Now, I'm, I hardly know what happened to our country. Are there no adults who are saying, this is absolutely insane? It's like, and this is all, by the way, the Democratic Party and the mainstream media, every bit of this. This isn't America. No one lives this way. No one in America lives this way. It lives in politicians and it lives in the media. And it doesn't live where you live. It doesn't even live in your workplace, although your HR people are radical socialist Democrats who, who push this stuff. Nobody hates their neighbor. There are a few dirtbags in the planet, sure. But it is not real. It's just not. It's absolutely crazy, and I, I am uh, so disgusted by this, I can't even begin to tell you. Then there's a principal who sent parents a whiteness meter <laughs> with a white trader category in it in New York. Oh, no, our schools are fine. I want you to worry about the color of their skin and merit as they go to school. That's what you should worry about. That's more of a threat. Three, two, two, one, one, zero, 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 zero. Mojo50.com. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. Just after the bottom of the hour, outside the capital, the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my older brother, sitting to my left. Sometimes my far left. He's a lot closer to me than he used to be. He's Richard Lee. All right. Uh, we need you to go to our website, theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. There you'll find um, the video of this cartoon that uh, it's a PSA, Cartoon Network, called Sea Color. And it's telling kindergartners and first graders to go look at the color of your friend's skin. I remember when my kids were small. They didn't even, no one cared. Only the only adult liberals care, and it's ridiculous. Now, mine didn't Network. either, and mine didn't even notice the difference. Right. So, Cartoon Network at theleebrothers.com, you can see that stupidness. You can see Northam in his mask, big goofball, and Mark Levin on Limbaugh's passing, which is actually really good. So, I'll check that out at theleebrothers.com or mojo50.com, mojo50.com. Archive our shows there. You can listen at uh, any time you want, quite frankly, which is you should listen 24-7. I mean, if you listen 24-7, think how well you would know the Lee Brothers. You might even, we don't even send you a Lee Brother bumper sticker. Honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker. Maybe two. We haven't even told you what an honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker is in a long time. If you want to know, Patriots at theleebrothers.com. Patriots at theleebrothers.com. And that's how you can, uh, you can learn about that. Joe Biden um, showed up at Town Hall, which is a welcoming place, by the way, on CNN. They, they gladly had him. It's just softballs. People like 
How do you not like Joe Biden? You know, good guy. Seems like he's got his act together. CNN was all nice to him. Questions came in like crazy. I was so annoyed by this thing, and I watched every minute of it. <laughs> so ridiculous. It's like painful. Anyway, as I, as I watched it, I realized these people hate, hate our country. They, they, they look for the worst of us. They, they really do. Listen to this professor of a university. Yes, this guy's a professor. Your kids probably sat underneath him and listened to him. Here's what he said. Well, I appreciate efforts being made to bring them to justice. By, by the way, he's talking, about, he's talking about the events of, of January 6th, just so you know. While I appreciate efforts being made to bring them to justice, I worry about ongoing threats to our country from Americans who embrace white supremacy and conspiracies that align with it. What can your administration do to address this complex and wide-ranging problem? It's complex, it's wide-ranging, and it's real. It's real, baby. I mean, that's what I, I, I'm scared to death of the white supremacists. They're it's everywhere. real as rain. Is this really an issue? It's, it's insane. What, where does anyone have any conversations with white supremacists? Or the theories and conspiracies that go along with white supremacy? I was listening to the, the tributes to Rush Limbaugh this week, and one of the newscasts said he was the one who perpetuated the racist idea that Obama wasn't born in America. Now, how is that racist? Because you think the president, I don't even know if Rush even really believed that. I don't remember that being part of his thing. But even if you believe that Obama was born in another country, how is that a racist thing? Everything can't be racist. If everything's racist, then nothing's racist. I mean, it's outrageous. This is the question in a, in a, at the president of the United States. White supremacy, I'm concerned about it. He's a white professor, by the way. I'm not, white supremacy might be uh, 402 on my list of concerns. Seriously, where's white supremacy even raising its head to be? It's not on social media. If it is, it's beaten death and and it's all gone. How is this an issue? Seriously. Then listen to this question. This is another question at the town hall, and it just goes right in line with what we know about CNN, about Democrats, and their view of America. President, hello. My name is Dr. Desi Levy, and my question to you is considering COVID-19 and its significant impact on black Americans, especially here in Milwaukee, and thus the exacerbation of our racial disparities in health care. Wow. We have seen less than 3% of blacks and less than 5% of... That's a lot of math right there. I mean, who, who studies that? Only 3% of blacks have been vaccinated. I mean, there must be some conspiracy in America to hate black people. I mean, do, do, do these people even look at America? I mean, there is zero injustice in America on black people. I'm convinced. I've looked. There's not. Show me where. She continued, except in the, apparently COVID, which affects black people so much worse than everyone else, which is another racist thing. Hispanics, given the total number of vaccines that have been administered to this point, is this a priority for the Biden administration? And how will the disparities be addressed? And, and that's both locally and nationally. It'd be great if we had a president of the United States that said, um, I'm sorry, we don't distribute vaccinations by color of skin. We just don't. Next. Wouldn't that have been a great answer? Yes, it would have. Been. I mean, if you could just simply say, I don't even know what you're talking about. I mean, nobody is going around going, where are the black people we can vaccinate over the white people? There isn't a conspiracy here. Why are three or five percent of those vaccinated black people? I have no idea. 
I mean, but Joe Biden does. Here's what Joe Biden, he actually insulted them. No, seriously, he goes, uh, he, he tried to answer the question, then he went on to say, wait a minute, I know why blacks aren't being vaccinated. They're not smart enough. I kid you not. That's what he said. Listen to this. This is what he said. The, uh, the other part, portion is a lot of people don't know how to register. Not everybody in the community, in the Hispanic and the African-American community, know how to use know how to get online to determine how to get in line for that COVID vaccination at the, at the Walgreens or at, at, at the particular store. Just dumb. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Not my fault. They're black people are just stupid. That's what he says. I mean, why is it the press all over? If Trump would have said something like that, oh, he would have been, he wouldn't have got out of the building. I'd like to know how we get our shots. Nobody's told me anything on television, on the radio. I haven't heard it anywhere. Well, I'm not even looking for it because I don't believe I need a shot because I've had COVID. But the other reason is, is because if the shot is 95% effective and the COVID-19 is 99.4% effective, <laughs> I mean. Why do you need a shot? Why do I need a shot? If I, if I catch COVID, my chances of survival are 994 I'm, I'm, I've always been confused about that, but anyway. So here's, again, the view of America, right? America's racist. But Biden said, oh, not so. He actually said this. He said, wait a second. It's not really racist because look at the commercials on TV. If you want to know where the American public is, look at the money being spent in advertising. Did you ever five years ago think every second or third ad out of five or six you'd turn on would be biracial couples? Wow. Thanks for noticing. You see wow. what you see what Democrats have done to America? You are now supposed to turn the commercial on and go, I see black people. Wait a minute. So, so he's Asian. against biracial couples. No, he's not, not against it. He didn't say he was against it. He just says you see him on TV right. every four or five commercials. He did say that. So right. he's saying that's a good thing. He's saying that's a good thing, as if we're supposed to look for that and be a, a happy with it and applaud it. Why? I thought we weren't supposed to even notice it. Wouldn't that be the sense of a good culture? I thought we were supposed to be colorblind. So now we're supposed to applaud the commercial because they have biracial people. And by the way, I'm impressed that Joe Biden would, would notice that. Because me, I would have totally missed it. You know why? Because I don't give a rat's butt. Because I don't care. Obviously, he does. Oh, he cares greatly. And he, by the way, he cares so much he wants you to see it. He wants you to see color too, Richard. You must see the difference in people. They have biracial commercials, which mean everything. It's just, it's ridiculous. That whole thing was about, the whole CNN town hall with, with Biden was about COVID and about race. I about threw up to the entire thing. But, you know, here's, here's an interesting question in this that came up about COVID. And this is when I realized we, we have, we've really lost the narrative. We're in a whole lot of hurt. When people and parents start doing this with their children, you begin to say, it's over. Here's a woman and her child talking to the President of the United States about COVID. Uh, as 
we've been talking about the coronavirus is very real and very scary. What virus? I missed that one. We've been talking about the coronavirus is very... That's a new virus. Sounds like coronavirus. That's a brand new virus. I ain't heard yeah, of that one yet. That's a new one. Yeah. Let's see what she's saying. We've been talking about the coronavirus is very... <laughs> that's not even... I'm sorry, ma'am. Uh, that's first a new of all, one. What kind of virus? Yeah, we don't have that here. I'm sorry. I don't know where you're... Anyway, go ahead. As we've been talking about, the coronavirus is very real and very scary, and it's especially scary for children who may or may not understand. My children, Layla, eight here, and my son, Mateo, seven at home, um, often ask if they will catch COVID, and if they do, will they die? Um, they are watching as others get the vaccine, and they would like to know when will kids be able to get the vaccine. Wow. And you're okay with that, ma'am. You imagine that? Now, the President of the United States go, excuse me, do you, do you know the stats on COVID? I mean, you understand that your kids, if they get COVID, are not going to die. You know that, right? But see, that's not what makes Joe Biden powerful. It's not what makes Ralph Northam powerful. People in fear make Ralph Northam and Joe Biden powerful. People like this make Joe Biden powerful and Democrats. I mean, you can't have the public understanding the facts and say, my kid's not going to get COVID and die. I am actually feel bad for the kid in this scenario. The stupid mother wouldn't give the kid the facts. Yeah, you might die. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll ask the President of the United States to get you vaccinated. Yeah. But we've lost it. it. It is over in America now that we're going down this path. It is, is absolutely insane. But, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, you're going you're gonna to try to educate them now? No, we lost the battle. COVID is a crisis. And if you have people thinking this way about COVID-19, no wonder we have mass Nazis and mass trolls running around thinking that we're killing people when we don't have the virus. That, it's outrageous. This woman should be almost punished for what she's done. All right, 804. I mean, I'm not punished, but she's, that's child abuse. It's child abuse. 804 464 3553. 464 3553. LeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. Happily promoting the four F's freedom, faith, free markets, and fun. Mojo50. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Patriot Energy. I got that power. When solar energy is done right, it can save you up to 30-40% over your current energy costs. Call the professionals at Patriot Energy to get your no-cost, no-obligation layout and design. Compare and contrast the differences for yourself. Go to PatriotEnergyAZ.org forward slash Mojo50 to get started today for your Patriot Energy solution. The Lee Brothers, practicing the First Amendment and using the Second, only when necessary. Happily promoting the four F's, freedom, faith, free markets, and fun. Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent...
Well, here's the good news. Seriously, here's the good news. Bring your guilt and bring your pain. The good news is that you have. No, seriously, the good news is we are going to not eat meat anymore. In case you were wondering. No, it's true. <laughs> exactly. I feel the same way. Richard's like, you want to bet? Try to stop us. Bill Gates wants wealthy nations around the globe to ditch eating beef and instead switch to lamb. I mean, lab-grown lamb. No, it's the same creature. It's just smaller. It's just a bat instead of... Okay, if somehow we found a cow clip, which will haunt us forever now. The, um, he wants to switch to lab-grown or plant-based alternative meats. Why? Scott Richards, an effort to save the planet. How did, we, how did we make it this far in our country? How did we make it this far on the planet? I mean, I'm sure there were more cows than there are today, eventually at some point. Didn't they destroy the planet? Now we're worried about cows? This is the most outrageous. I, this, this is mind-blowing to me, but the guy's a billionaire, so he has automatic authority, you see. He doesn't know nothing about the environment. He knows nothing about cows, but he's a, he's a billionaire. One area where Gates has become more optimistic is the idea of transitioning folks away from beef since cows fart. No, what, I didn't get a cow soundbite there? I mean, you would think that would be the perfect time for it. All right, good, good, good. Got it. Okay. So, so the uh, Gates went on to plug the number of firms he's invested in that produce meat alternatives. Do you really think he goes to the meat alternative track? Do you, do you really think he's the one going, eh, give me some of that, uh, what do they call that, that beyond meat? I think not. I think when he goes to Fleming Steakhouse, he has a steak. I mean, the best steakhouses in the country are those that the rich go to. To think that Bill Gates would participate here is absurd. You know he's not, but he wants you to. He invests in Memphis meats, Beyond Meat, Impossible Foods, he calls it. As for scale today, they don't represent 1% of the meat in the world, but they're on their way. They don't represent 1% of the meat? That's because they're not meat. Of course they don't represent 1% of the meat. It's a plant-based food. He added he doesn't think that such options would be viable in the world's poorest countries. The poorest countries, no. He says, we'll have to use animal genetics to dramatically raise the amount of beef per emissions to make a difference. Now, this is where it gets interesting. This is what I want you to hear. Gates says this, quote, I don't think all rich countries should move to 100%. I do, he says, I do. I do think rich companies countries should move to 100% synthetic, synthetic beef. 100%. Rich okay. countries. I guess that's us, right? Have you had the Burger King synthetic burger? I would never, ever even try it. I have zero desire for that. Why would you? I forget what they called it to me when they asked me, do you want to try the some kind of special burger? And she said burger. I said, yeah, I'll try it. Disgusting. Of never, never again. Good for you. I'm shocked you did it. Well, she said that some kind of, I forget what she said, special burger. Or, Horrible. She should have said, you want to try the fake hamburger? <laughs> That's exactly that what it is. That tastes like right. crap. 
Well, it's interesting that you say that because Bill Gates goes on to say that rich countries should move to 100% beef. And then he says, you can get used to the taste difference. Well, go knock yourself out, Bill. And the claim, the claim is they're going to make it taste even better over time. Eventually, that green premium is modest enough that you can sort of change the behavior of the people. Now, that's interesting. But he goes further to say this. Or, now listen to this. Or use regulations to totally shift the demand. What do they make it out of grass? I mean, it's nasty. I think you missed the bottom part of that. I think that's what's wrong with my voice. Uh, there's a lot of things wrong with your voice. Got a grass burger in my throat. He says, or you can use regulations to totally shift the demand. Bill Gates isn't interested in winning you over by the merit of his argument. Bill Gates is completely comfortable with enforcing regulations to change the demand, your demand, what you want. Isn't that nice of him? I'm sure as a billionaire, he can buy whatever he wants, so he's not worried about his demand. Let, However, let our government forceless. That's exactly what he wants to have happen. That's he said, that's a quote. It's an exact quote from Bill Gates. Regulations to totally shift the demand. I'm going to shift the demand with regulations, not with the arguments that I can give you or in a free market and free people. This is exactly what's wrong with the American left and people like Bill Gates, who are extremely wealthy and rich, is they think that they know better than you in every way. This is where the green energy idea comes from. With the whole idea with Texas under a freeze, people are freezing is because somehow government got involved in the energy markets. Nobody, if, if, if solar and wind were so great and so effective and worked so well, then people would be in that business. They'd be making money in that business. The fact that the government has to subsidize it tells you that it sucks and it should have never been allowed. If it was so great, you'd have it in your yard and on your roof. Right. Exactly. Bill Gates, one of the wealthiest people in the, in the planet Earth. In fact, he might be the wealthiest person on the planet Earth, saying it's over. No more cows for you. That's a good little effort for you little surfing peasant, but we know better. And by the way, if you don't agree with us, we have regulations for that. We can change your demand. We'll change your world with a ladder. We can change your demand. Don't you worry about it. It was cute that you wanted to eat a burger. It was really cute that you thought steaks were good. It's cute that you have a grill in your backyard. But you better get used to grilling grass or tofu. You know, it can look yeah. like it can look like a burger. We have no problem with it looking like steak or a burger. It just can't be one, Scott and Richard. Is that not outrageous? I'm not a fan of tofu either. Who is? Here's another outrageous thing. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot, who is a nutcase of mass proportions, said that she's going to deal with the hard truths of Chicago's racial history. Of course, they haven't done that yet. It's 2021. Forget 600,000 dead people in a civil war. Forget Abe Lincoln. Forget uh, all the things that have happened in America because we've never dealt with the racial history of Chicago, but she's doing it now. She has 40 statues she wants to remove because statues and monuments deal with racial histories, right? And if you remove the statues, things just fall into place naturally. It's actually amazing. She wants to get rid of a statue of, get this, Abe Lincoln, George Washington, U.S. USS Grant. Thomas Jefferson. Benjamin Franklin. Unbelievable. Did she forget? Does she even know her history? It's outrageous, isn't it? We agree. Just a little bit. 
All right, your phone calls next, 804-464-3553, 464-3553. Coming up, what did you learn today? TheLeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You get frustrated with trying to explain the simple first principles of America to people who have no interest? After the recent elections and direction of our country, don't you wish we had a simple way to educate citizens about free markets and free people? So do we. That's why we use Prager University. At PragerU.com, you will find the most crystal clear, informative, four to five minute videos on nearly every issue you have ever debated. The Lee Brothers endorse ideas, principles, and America, and no one Explains those things better than Prager University. At PragerU, free videos, free minds. PragerU.com. That's PragerU.com. Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. And that is a wrap, but it's no... What kind of wrap, Richard? Are you going to go get food somewhere? Yeah, it's it's not a... <laughs> You're a mess. It's an thick steak wrap. All right, in the honor of Doc Thompson at Mojo50.com, Mojo50.com. What did you learn today on this broadcast? I learned that the city of Chicago is full of a bunch of morons. I take down all. We also all. learned your voice is a train wreck of mass purport. <laughs> yeah, I'm losing it. You're a mess. We also learned that Governor Ralph Northam is incredibly good at signaling virtue. He wore a mask on his Facebook post over his face. <laughs> Incredibly good. He cares, don't you see? I was glad. What else did we learn today, Richard Lee? Uh, hmm. We learned. We also learned that Joe Biden, he loves town halls on CNN. Why shouldn't he? Because he gets to talk about how racist America is and how you should fear COVID to put him in power. More power for him. We also learned today that a state senator believes that merit should be last and what's first the color of your skin we'll let you in the governor's school all you want all you want but you must be judged on the color of your skin we also learned today that a death of a titan was uh, was sad this week as rush limbaugh passed and he left us a great legacy one that the lee brothers will try to live up to even here in his passing was a truly great America. We also learned that Virginia wants to give student aid to illegal aliens, and that's a crisis. But not near the crisis of them trying to manage the babysitters you have in your house. If they can empower the health department to knock on your door, they'll come in and go, is that a male babysitter or a female? Did you discriminate on the basis of sex or religion? Insane. A race. It's, it's just preposterous what we're dealing with today. But that's the American left. What else we learned today that you can find out more about us at Mojo 50, Mojo 50, our new home for talk radio. Mojo 50. Click on the Lee Brothers. It takes you to that page. There we archive our shows for your listening pleasure. Actually, it's great because at Mojo 50, 
they grab them all. They hang on to them for you, and you can listen to this again Saturday, 11 to 1, and Sundays, 10 to noon, all at mojo50.com, mojo50.com, and, of course, the leebrothers.com with the videos of the day. And, of course, if you want to check us out and get a Lee Brothers bumper sticker, you know, this honorary Lee Brothers bumper sticker is a pretty cool thing. I mean, they go on your car, and I've seen lots of liberals with bumper stickers. They could probably use another one that says, I'm an honorary Lee Brother, and get their car keyed. Of course, you if you do it... tell t- us where the car is parked. We'll bring the sticker <laughs> out right. and stick it right on. We'll go stamp it right on there for you. All right, thanks for listening. Make sure you check us out here next week. LeeBrothers.com. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so... Bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.